onwards, Matthew 13 and verse 1 onwards. On the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea. And great multitudes were gathered together to him so that he got into a boat and sat. And the whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside. And the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth and immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundred, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Now, the focus of today's message is verse 9, as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Verse 9 is, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. You can be in a place where Jesus is. You can be among the crowd where Jesus is. You can hear the voice of Jesus. But if you don't have ears to hear, then it is not going to be useful for you. It's not going to give you profit, but it's going to give you loss. See, there's no such thing as, okay, I want to be blessed, so what? No, if you're not blessed, you're cursed. So you must go for the blessing of God. There are two things that are their choices, blessings and curses that are before us. God has spoken that in the Old Testament. Behold, you have blessings and you have curses. Choose what you want. And if you want blessings, do this. If not, this is what will happen. So when you look at God's word, you look at the parable of the sower and the seed. You see the end of this parable after Jesus said that, okay, Ground one is going to be like this. Ground two is going to be like this. Ground three is going to be like this. Ground four is going to be like this. And within the fourth round, it's going to be A, B, and C, different categories there. And he says, after saying all these things, he says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. So it's not an automatic thing that, oh, Jesus spoke. It was Jesus, the word himself. The word himself spoke. Oh, the word himself can speak. With the word speaking, can you be someone who is deaf there? Can you be someone who's sitting there while the power of God is released, while the glory of God is there, while God's word is happening in a mighty way, where the word of God is present there? Can you be someone who can sit there and miss out on the whole thing? Yes. One thing is very important here, which is the person has the choice. You have the choice to tune in or tune out. You have the choice. He who has ears to hear, that means you want to take this in, you take it in. You want to let it go, let it go. If you want to be a participant or the recipient of what God is doing, then you have a choice. You have a choice. You have a choice to becoming that which 
God has called you to be or inheriting that which Satan has for you to become. God is speaking to our hearts today. There's no excuse for human beings, no excuse whatsoever. They can never say that, well, I don't know why I'm not able to understand because uh, maybe this is not for me. No, there's no maybe this is not for you. If Jesus is speaking, every word is for you. If you are among the crowd, it is for you. But if you detune yourself or if you tune yourself out of what God is doing, from what God is doing, or keep yourself away from the word that is coming, that means you you put a block and you say that oh I'm gonna pay attention when it's gonna be over and I gotta go and I gotta go you know do this and I gotta go do this and I have this and I have this many things and I can't believe that it's getting late and if the attitude is sour, if your attitude is not right, then you're going to be among these people who were deaf by choice. Have you heard people who are selectively mute? Don't be a selective deaf or a selective mute where you, by choice, put a block between you and the word himself. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. That means if it's important to you, make sure you connect with it. Be wise. Be wise. Because every word of God is meant to impart life to you. You know, when people... Don't do what they are told to do. They don't take that which is offered. They will stay sick and they always say, I'm always sick, 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 always sick, always sick, always sick. Why? Not because it's an attack, because by choice they've refused the treatment from God. They've refused to receive from it's like the bath illustration I gave you. They don't want, they say, oh, I need to take a bath and I wish I can take a bath and my body's hurting. If I take a hot shower, it'll be good. But they will never step into that bathtub. They will never. I'll just sit down, lying down the bed. I want to do whatever you want to do. If you mean what you say, which means I want to be well, show it. But showing it is very important. If you want to be well, that means if you want to be clean, go take a bath. Very simple, right? If you want your leprosy to be gone, go dunk yourself in the Jordan River, just like the prophet said. Do it. That's what clearly shows if you really want healing or not. If you don't want healing and if you just lie about it, then you are someone who just says it. But inside, you really don't have a desire to be made whole. And that's why Jesus, many times when he saw the people, he asked this important question. Do you want to be made whole? Why is he asking that question? Do you want to get well? Do you really want to get well? The answer has to come from you. Always be like, I really didn't mean to get this and he gave it to me. I wish I can just sit there and beg and now, you know, after getting healed. Well, I'm not getting my little cents and my, you know, nickels and my pennies and whatever it is. Some I used to sit in that lazy spot where people used to throw some coins and now I'm missing that. I have to get up and go to work. And I've seen people like that, lazy people. Lazy people. God graciously gives that healing and they'll complain about what healing? Oh, now I'm healed and I resolve. How demonic can that be? And not even to realize that you were once bound, now you're free. Enjoy the freedom. If you have ears to hear, 
you will benefit by it. If you say that I don't have ears to hear and I'm closing my ears, then you will suffer by it. Always remember this. There's no middle ground. Blessings, all curses. There's no in-between thing. You either inherit God's blessings or you inherit the curses. There's nothing in the middle. He who has ears to hear, let him hear whatever the Spirit of God is saying at this hour. And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Therefore, I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. And in them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, hearing you will hear. And shall not understand. And seeing you will see. And not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing. And their eyes have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes. And hear with their ears. Lest they should understand with their hearts. And turn so that I should heal them. Is God blocking their hearing and their vision? No. Who is doing this? They are doing it to themselves. They don't want the message of God. They don't want what God is giving. They are rejecting. They are saying, no, I don't want this. When they say, no, I don't want this, you think God is going to push it down their throats? No. Seeing, they do not see. That means when they see it, they just, unbelief. Hearing, they do not hear. I have to listen. Why should I listen? I don't want to listen. You know, there are people like that. Oh, a woman preaching? Oh. A child prophesying? Oh. My question is, what's wrong with you? God is speaking. What's wrong with you? You have a problem with it? You have a problem with God using a woman or God using a child? Deal with that. That's the truth. Whomever God sees fit, God uses. Seeing, they do not see. Hearing, they do not hear. Why? They have shut the voice of the Holy Spirit, taken themselves out of the presence of God. And because of that, their hearts have become hardened. They harden their hearts against the word of God, and therefore they take themselves out of even the mercy of God. This is a very dangerous place to be in, and God is speaking at this hour. You pull yourself out of the mercy of God when you shut the voice of the Holy Spirit. You pull yourself out of the mercy of God when you shut the voice of the Holy Spirit. Now, the disciples are asking this. Why do you all the time speak in parables to these people? And to us, you explain all these things. When you actually look at it, you will see Jesus Talk to these disciples because the disciples will come and ask, Lord, what is the meaning of this? To those who come and ask what's the meaning of this, he will tell the meaning of this. I mean, if you're not interested, why is he going to come and tell you what the meaning of that is? Because she don't even want to know. And that's the point. The Spirit of the Lord has 
Uh, he had me speak on this before as to why people's eyes are closed and the ears are closed. There's a message on this in the same chapter, or the same verses. It'll be a big blessing for you. I highly encourage you to listen to that message. So for us today, you want to take this very seriously. If you have eyes to see, that means with what God has given, if you make use of it and you thirst for more, he will add more to you. Revelation will abound from where? From the same spring. The Bible says, right? Drink from your own cistern. Everybody has their own cistern, just like everybody has their own wife and their own husband and their own children. Everybody has their own church. The own shepherds that God has given and the bread that comes from the shepherds. So don't be uh, a sheep or a cow that goes all over the place looking for whatever it is out there. Because that's one disorderly sheep and a cattle that just goes all over because it's not sitting here, not sitting here. We'll not drink from the cistern that is before. It says, I want to go here. I want to go there. I want to go here unbiblical Christian living, you call that. Unbiblical Christian living. That's the curse of this age with the good things from technology. They're very bad things too. If you look at the olden days, even during the period of Paul, you have Paul's disciples, you have Peter's disciples, you have John's disciples, you have Jesus' disciples, you have Elijah's disciples, Elijah's disciples, you have churches where each person belonged to that. That's their household. You have 100 different fathers. What did Apostle Paul say? You have one spiritual father. It's very important for us to know where we belong and stick there and eat there. Not try to roam around and look for whatever is there out there with whatever plate that's left outside. That's how people get sick. Because it's not there, it's here. Drink from your own cistern. What God has provided for you, eat that you'll be well. When you squander this, that's when you have a disease of roaming around because you have not taken that which God gave to you through your own shepherds. God is speaking at this hour. When God gives something to you, make sure you master it. If you master it, you won't have time for anything else. Those who squander that are the ones who will wander from place to place, having a spirit, carrying a spirit of dissatisfaction. It's a disease. It's a spiritual disease. It's deception. It's a spiritual disease. Those who squander that which God gives to them are the ones who will wander from place to place, carrying a spirit of dissatisfaction. Looking for more. Looking for more when you already have a playful here. Looking for more. Drink from your own cistern. Grace in the field that your shepherd leads you to. Drink from the brook that your shepherd gives you. Very important. That's how you grow. Jesus says this. The people who don't squander that which God has given to them. As the spirit of God is moving Jesus Christ and he's speaking to them. Those who intently listen and those who take it and make full use of it are the ones who will get more revelation to them. God will speak more. Those are the children. Those are kids that will really grow. Those are the kids who really, really grow because they make use. They like the babies that eat their food and ask for more. They eat their food. It's not like 
you just topple everything and then look at what's in other people's plate, brother's plate, sister's plate, everybody's plate. But these are babies that will eat what's in front of them. Digest well. And the mother knows, or the father knows that you can give more. This can handle more. Not like a greedy one that is never satisfied. Hell is never satisfied. And the spirits that come from hell is never satisfied. That's the spirit of discontentment. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Have you seen some children who will say more, 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 more. Meanwhile, they didn't chew properly. They didn't eat properly. They'll just swallow everything and end up throwing up everything. Yep. That's the case of many people. But then you have a whole bunch of people who won't even eat properly. They'll look at it and they'll comment, oh, I like that vegetable color. It looks very nice. It's green. And now you have orange and oh, red bell peppers. That look really nice. And oh, look at the shape. Very nicely, this plate is arranged and they, they give a good report. God is not looking for any good report here. God is the one who must give a good report for you. You need to eat your food. Whatever God gives to you, you need to eat your food. You need to be a person who has ears to hear so that the Spirit of God can speak to you. You need to be a person who has eyes to see that the Spirit of God can show you. But what God has given to you, are you being someone who is truly making full use of it? Or are you being someone who just squanders and give every excuse in the book, hellish excuse that's out there? Because God sees everything the way it is. May God speak to our hearts at this hour. Be someone who has ears to hear. Be someone who has eyes to see. Then you will grow. To you who has eyes to see and ears to hear, God will give more revelations. The prophetic word that God is speaking at this hour. Those who take that which God has given and meditate on it day and night are the ones who grow, flourish before God. They are the ones who will be like the stall-fed calf. Who feeds them? Are these stall-fed calves just wandering all over, going everywhere and jumping all around and eating from every lawn that's out there? No, they are fed by the shepherd who is there. They go in and out and find pasture through the shepherds that God has placed. These tall fed calves are fed by the shepherd. They eat well. And those are the ones they leap for joy. They grow well. And they are fed carefully by the shepherd. They know what to give and what not to give. Which place to take them to grace. Which water to take them. They take care of them. Not the hirelings, the real shepherds. The hirelings are the ones who give 20 minutes message once a week and go play golf and run over there, go for boating and go skiing and watch TV. Once a week, they give a 20-minute sermon and they don't know the state of their flock and they get a very good paycheck. They get all their benefits. They get vacation pay. They get Sabbath pay. They get all these things, all good things. By the way, these are hirelings who do not care for the flock. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. These are people who don't care. Those are the people who look at the 
Good shepherds will say, this is crazy. You have Monday through Saturday morning call. This is crazy. What is this? Who will say that? A hireling will say that. Oh, this is crazy. You have three hour service. This is crazy. Oh, after three hours, the pastor goes around praying for everybody. And we are supposed to stay for five hours as if you are the one praying for everybody. Who's pouring out here? You are the shepherd. Who's laying down their lives? You are the shepherd. May God have mercy. The hirelings are the one who look at that which is right as if it is wrong. Because you know what? They are lacking. You know, anytime we've ministered many places, when you see pastors who are lacking, who don't do their job, when they see pastors who are really doing their job and who are really passionate about God and who are filled with the gifts of the spirit, these people, because they're not on point with God, they burn with jealousy. And you know what they'll do? Let me find out uh, what is wrong. Those are the ones who say, oh, this is wrong. That is wrong. Well, they, they come as if they are big inspectors or something. Put on an inspector hat and say, let me come and inspect your ministry. Do you know anything about what's happening here? Is it your business, by the way? Are you caring about your flock? Do you see what's happening in your own house, in your own backyard, in your own church? May God have mercy. This is a disease, disgusting disease that you see in many churches out there. This is why the nation has not been one to the Lord. This is why the world has not been one to the Lord. Because you have people who are sitting like it is their territory, their empire. Not doing what they should be doing for their flock. Hirelings. Being hirelings. And then they're jealous when they look at the real shepherds. And they try to find fault. People who truly have the spirit of God will rejoice when they see God's work thriving in any part of the world. They will rejoice when they see God using God's servants with the gifts of the spirit. And they will long for the same thing. That's the right kind of spirit. The demonic spirit is a spirit. Immediately we'll see that as a threat and we'll say, oh, I don't like what's happening here. What is happening here, by the way? Who talks like that? Who talks like that? Lucifer talks like that. That's not the spirit of God. What kind of spirit is that? Spirit of darkness. It existed during the time of Elijah. It existed during the time of Moses. These are the spirits that came and said, Moses, you think you are the only one? We are also. Well, God came and showed who belonged to him and who did not. That's not a nice thing when God steps in. You see the same thing happening during the life of Jesus. Who is this man who's coming and saying he has authority? Oh, what is he doing here? Who were they? The Pharisees. Pharisaical spirit. Look at the output. Look at the results. When you say the results, when you see the results, when you see a paralytic get up, when you see signs and wonders happening before you, when you see God moving in a mighty way, how can you even open your mouth and speak unless you're that foolish? Unless you are that hardened in your heart, unless you've given yourself over to the demonic realm. Think about that. Think about that. This happens all the time. All the time. This is why. This is why the army of the Lord is not taken over the kingdom of darkness. You know why? There are demonic spirits that fight against its own people. Instead of joining hands and going against the enemy, they try to compete. Oh, I don't want to look better than me. I don't want your church grow more than me. I don't want you to, you know, have this and you have this and I don't have this. And so I don't want to look like I don't have this and I don't want you to look like you have this. I mean, the truth is, if you have it, you have it. If you don't have it, you don't have it. Close your mouth. 
And if you don't have it, go to the Lord and ask, Lord, that person has it, that minister has it, this is happening in the church. Lord, it's not happening in my church. It's a shame. Help me. Go. Go fall in your face before the Lord and ask the Lord. God will do the same thing if he sees you fit for that. It is a disgrace when we see people talk about other church leaders. It is a disgrace when they see God using other church leaders and burn with envy and open their foul mouth and speak what they should not speak. May God have mercy on them. Very important. God is speaking at this hour. I didn't come here to say these things. The spirit of God is speaking at this hour. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the spirit says. Let him hear what the spirit says. Jesus said this. Be very careful when you speak against what God is doing. Because you will be coming under the judgment of God, which carries blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. If God is using a woman, God is using, close your mouth and listen. Don't like it, leave. If God is using a child, close your mouth and listen. Because it's God who's using. Don't make yourself an enemy against God. If God is using a woman, close your mouth and listen. Don't make yourself an enemy of God. That's the worst place one can be in. Very important. This is something that we will face for the rest of our lives. And when God raises women in our church, they too will. But you know what? That's not going to stop anyone from serving the Lord here if they are trained here by the Spirit of God. No one can stop the mouth of any woman that is being used by God or stop the hands of any woman who is being used by God. Because at that point, they're going against the mouth of God and the hands of the very God was working through them. We have to be very careful, very careful. When God is working, we need to be people who have to say, oh, my God. Not be like the people of Nazareth. Who is this guy who is doing miracles? He's doing all kinds of miracles. But you know what? These people are not fit for that. They didn't do anything. Meanwhile, they say, we know him. He grew up here and he was here. He was in our streets. And who is he? Really? Because of the Jesus couldn't do anything there. What a sad story that is. Very important for every single one to understand. Very important, every single one to understand. It is those who are lacking are the ones who look at those who are full and try to find fault. I want to repeat as the Holy Spirit wants me to. It is those who are sorely lacking are the ones who will look at those who are full and will find fault. But those who are lacking who have a sincere heart, I should say, We look at those who are full and say, Lord, I'm lacking. Make me like them so that I can become full too. That's the right attitude. But those who are lacking and who are corrupt in their hearts will look at those who are full and will envy them and will say, oh, I can't stand this. When God is working, you can't stand this. You have a problem. When God is working, you can't be in the presence of God. You have a problem. When God is working, you cannot accept that God is using a woman. You have a big problem at that point. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says. Whether he's using a 30-year-old young man or an 11-year-old child. Little Samuel comes to Eli and who says, Thus says the Lord, whether it's Eli or anybody in Israel, 80-year-old, 90-year-old, Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit that comes through whichever vessel God uses. Very important. Very important. We need to have the understanding of where we are and what God is doing. When the fruit is showing, 
When you hear miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle, testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony after testimony, from the youngest to the oldest, receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, seeing vision, seeing signs and wonders, feeling feeling the tangible power of God and healing after healing after healing, and all of them are becoming holy and coming closer to God. There has to be some kind of a fear of God to even say anything. May God have mercy. The fear of God, if it's not lacking, it'll lead a person to the depths of hell. Yes, that's how many have fallen. Many have fallen. Many who said, Lord, Lord, have fallen. May God speak to our hearts at this hour. We need to be not just simply among the crowd, not simply among the crowd that says, oh, I'm part of Al-Batal, or I'm part of a Christian community, or I'm part of the saved, or I'm part of the elite. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I was where Jesus was. Oh, he taught. I heard the parable of the sower and the seed. What did it do to you? Did you have ears to hear? Oh, I was there when he healed the blind man. What did it do to you? What did it do to you? Did you have ears to hear? Did you have eyes to see? What did it do to you? Did it make you into another man, another woman? Did it make you leave everything and follow Jesus like the disciples did and like Mary Magdalene who was not even called to leave everything and follow? She just went after Jesus wherever he went. All the way, all the way to the tomb, to the cross and all the way to the tomb. Became the first human being sent by God. Yes, a woman. You didn't make note of that. Yes, a woman. Yes, a woman. A worthy woman. A worthy woman of God. Who carried the great news of God Almighty to the men who were in the hiding. May God speak to every single one here. Be someone who will have ears to hear. Be someone who will have eyes to see. Don't let your circumstance, don't let people around you, don't let any demonic things in your head make you blind or deaf to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Be someone who has integrity in your heart. Be someone who has integrity in your heart. Be someone who has integrity in your heart. Because it has given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. For some people it's given, for others it's not given. Why? Because some want it, some don't want it. Some made use of it, some didn't make use of it. Where do you belong? Do you belong in the category of those who will be given more because they made use of what was given to them? Or will it be among those who neglected that which was given. And so what was due to them was withheld from them. There's a prophecy God is speaking at this hour. Be very careful. That which is due to you will be taken away from you if you play games with God and squander that which God is giving you today. During the season, God is giving you all these things. Make sure you don't squander that. That which God gives to you day by day by day. Make sure you don't squander that. Don't give any hellish excuse as to why you cannot listen, as to why you cannot obey the word of God. God is speaking at this hour. Don't give any hellish excuse as to why you cannot have ears to hear and eyes to see. Why you chose not to have eyes to see and ears to hear. God is speaking at this hour. These are demonic excuses that comes from the pit of hell to keep a person Away from that which God wants to give to them. 
To these people it's not given, but to these people it's given. Which group you want to be? Which group do you want to be? Do you want to be among those who God will say, to this group it's given? Or do you want to be among the group that God says? They can be part of here. They can be part of those who are all sitting while I give the parable. But you know what? The revelation would be withheld from them. God is speaking to our hearts there. Be diligent. Don't be lazy. And don't give excuse. Because it will not stand before God. If you run after the world, the world will devour you. It's a prophecy. I see it as I'm saying it. You run after the world like tsunami. The world will swallow you up. The cares of the world, the riches of this world will devour you. You'll be gone before you know. You'll be still in the crowd, but dull in your ears, dull in your eyes. And to the grave you go, blind and deaf. Be careful. But if you say, oh God, fix me, God will fix you. If you make the choice to be among the group, that will have eyes to see and ears to hear. That means which makes use of that which God gives and say, Lord, I need to know more of you. I want to know you more. And I will eat from the field that you give me. I will drink from the brook that you have for me. And I will be here. And I will show that I want this. Eagerly seeking after the food that God has for you. That's the key. Your own cistern, drink from it. Your own plate, eat from it. The pasture that God has for you, feed from it. Otherwise, you'll be like a wandering, runaway kid that doesn't eat at home, but go from house to house and say, let me see what you have for dinner. Let me see what you have for dinner. Do you have anything here? Are you an orphan? Did God give you shepherds or not? Are you an orphan? Do you have God's word coming day and night for you? What are you doing with that? Have you eaten all and you're so hungry that you want more that you're going there? God is not feeding you properly. God is speaking to your hearts of this house. Something is wrong with this picture. Be a person of integrity. Be a person who is void of spiritual disease. Be a person who will stay within your boundaries that God has placed for you. And that is your protection zone. You know, there are people who go, YouTube, 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 YouTube. Go from YouTube to YouTube to YouTube. It will take you to hell. If you neglect that which God gives to you through the channel that God has for you, if this is your house. If you call this to be a house and if you call the shepherds to be your shepherds, make sure you finish the plate that God has given to you. If you're not from this church, you can go anywhere you want. Eat from any field you want because this is not your house. And we are here for the people here that are under our care. But if you belong to this house, don't be someone who just runs out, not in the house, just walks barefooted everywhere, running. Do you have food? Do you have food? Uh, we have food there too, but I'm trying to see what you have and you have something's wrong with the kid at that point. Make sure that which God gives to this house to the people here is for them. That means telemed he has given here. Make sure you don't disregard that and despise that. If you do that, God says here, he will make sure you don't get any spiritual benefit through the house of God. You will be among the people sitting here, blind and deaf. Shall we pray? Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for this word that you gave. 
the word that you gave from heaven today. Very important word. Lord, something that you have spoken to every single one here. The importance of having ears to hear and eyes to see. The importance of knowing that which you're given to them and making use of them. So that you can keep them within the group that will see and hear and receive that which God has given to them. Let every single person be sure of the house of God that you've given to them and the shepherds that you've given to them. And know where their house is and stay within that house that you have given to them and be under the care and the protection of the shepherds that you have placed. Let no unruliness, unruly spirit prevail in our midst in the name of Jesus. I pray that you cover this flock, Father, from every form of spiritual disease that is out there. Protect our flock, Father, from every dangerous spirit that is roaming around to keep them, Father. Keep them, I pray. Protect them from every dangerous spirit that is roaming around. Looking to devour them day and night. I pray that you give wisdom to your people, Lord. Remove every form of spiritual foolishness from their minds and their hearts. In Jesus' name. And those who are diligently listening to your word, taking everything and meditating upon them. Thank you for the promise that you're given that you will expound to them. Hallelujah. You will reveal to them. Hallelujah. You will impart into them. And these are the ones who will turn the world upside down. There's a prophecy God is giving. Hallelujah. Those who stay within the boundary, those who eat from the field that God has given faithfully, those who drink from the brook that God leads through this house of God faithfully are the ones, are the only ones who will be used by God through this house of God who will be like the 12 apostles who turned the world upside down. Hallelujah. Those only ones. Not the wandering ones and the squandering ones. God knows every single one. Not the wandering ones, not the squandering ones. But those who are faithful. Those are the ones who will grow up. Hallelujah. Under the mantle of the Shepherds of God that you have placed here in this house of God will stand up to be faithful servants of the living God from this very place. Hallelujah. To be a blessing to multitudes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for this word that you've given from heaven. I pray let every single one understand the deeper message of God that he has given today. Shape up. So that they may not among the general crowd just sat and heard the parables and went home. Just taking the messages in a very superficial way, but the depth of it and the revelation of it was absent in their lives. What a sad story. Oh, Lord, help every single one here to be like those who were among those who heard from Jesus. To receive the revelation from Jesus. Because they had ears to hear. And eyes to see. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. As a servant standing in the presence of God. Before the throne of God. According to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God. I bless your people. With all the blessings that you alone can bless them with. That they may. 
be true to your word. That they may eat the, from the plate that you have provided for them. That they become like stall-fed calves who don't waste that which you've given. That they may not be those who wander around. Oh Lord. But they may be people who are prepared by God because they stayed within the fold. Because they ate that which was given. They drank from that which was provided. They were molded through the spirit of God. Through the anointing of God that is placed upon the shepherds. Upon this house of God. Protect your people from every wolf that will come in sheep's clothing. I thank you for what you've done. And I thank you for what you're going to do. Let godly character be formed, Father, in every single one. Remove vanity far away from them. Make them heavenly-minded. Let no one be deceived. Let no one be dull spiritually. With this blessing, I bless them both. And I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name. I pray. Amen.